MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Top of the morning to you. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up over the next three hours, we have Josh Applebaum in 30 minutes, VSIN betting analyst and a couple of NFL games that he likes this weekend. Sal Palantonio in 90 minutes has covered the Philadelphia Eagles for a long, long time. We'll uh, talk to him about that team in the NFC coming up then. Mike Palm studio later on and the great Matt Vaskersian on MLB. And uh, yesterday was truly a great sports day overall. We will try to get to it as much as possible over the next three hours. Uh, but it was the most active trading deadline day in the history of the NFL. Um, about a, a bunch of big na- uh, names were moving all over the place. You didn't know whether or not teams were going to be selling or buying at one point. Uh, some teams did actually both of them. And as a result of what happened, uh, I will say this in terms of uh, what it meant to the market overall with those big names, in quotes, moving on. I talked to three different books yesterday if they adjusted any future numbers. And here's what they told me. Johnny Avella at DraftKings said there was a slight tick down with the Bills. Same for Miami. That was it. William Hill, zero big adjustments. And the Westgate did not adjust any. Not a single NFL future. And uh, I thought they had a good angle on Miami Because Mm -hmm. that's the one team I figured people would want to bet yesterday after pulling Bradley Chubb. Uh, Good quote here from the Westgate when they said they still have to go at KC and then at Buffalo as of right now. That's daunting. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I took 28 to 1. I said, why not? Should be a playoff team. 
and uh, I, they were thoroughly outplayed, but beat the Bills earlier this year. You know, they don't have any, can't put any pressure on the quarterback. They think they fixed that now somewhat. 30th and sack rate. You have to love the acquisition of Wilson, uh, reunited with McDaniel, and you got the one-two punch of Mostert and Wilson. That helps out. Remember, they're five and zero in two plays. So good, good. Now, but they better make the playoffs, though. Yeah, they're the trades like this. See, that, that's the number that I looked for yesterday right away, but it's it was as high as minus two eighty to make the playoffs. And you mm-hmm. bet them yeah. around what minus plus, what? Did you plus one thirty? A plus one thirty before the season started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now that number that I saw yesterday after the deadline was over was minus 280, and that was a little bit too high for me to fire on. They they do have a tough schedule eventually later on. Yeah. But with that passing game, playing home games in the heat, um, I think they're going to win 10 games. That's their win total right now. Their updated win yeah. total is 10. I think that's fair. Yep. Beat the Bears, beat Houston, you're on your way. I'd say worst case, you're 9-8 and eight then. So I'm, I'm glad they're going for it. Those are two good moves. Yep, yep. I can give you this on Chubb right now. Miami ranks 21st overall in pressure rate. But they blitz at the seventh highest rate in the entire league. Miami uh, rushes four uh, guys at the second lowest rate in the entire NFL. So now you can put him uh, on the opposite side of Jalen Phillips. And now that can, you know, up those numbers quite a bit. And that can reduce the amount of time times that you're going to actually blitz, which could, you know, obviously change things around and uh, help out a little bit with the secondary. So I thought some of those numbers mm-hmm. really uh, made sense why they would make a move like this. And now when you look overall what happened here, Paul... If you have to go all the way back to the Laramie Tunsil draft day debacle with the bong mask, that that night turned into Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb. And that's an A plus. O'Brien. O'Brien had a hand in that. That yeah, horrible trade. That's right. Horrible GM and yes. But that he was but, running the Texans. Absolutely. Great job. Right. That, and what a what a yeah. night that was. I mean, with the what the oh. former pl- guy was doing. Leaking old Miss stuff, paying them and asking for oh, yeah. help with bills, etc. And then the the bong gas mask, oh, incredible night on Twitter. Has that happened right before the draft? That was great, great job by Miami. They're players now. Should make the playoffs, and the future's mm. bright. You're what? stuck behind the Bills in the division, yeah. but still, I mean, uh, that, that, excellent job by Miami. What do you think of your childhood yeah. team, the Minnesota Vikings? Another good move. I can't believe Detroit did this. You make a trade in the division. <laughs> And help out the Vikings. Hawkinson's a good player. I would say he's top five tight end. What a weapon. He's absolutely in that conversation remember for the, sure. Remember the game he had when St. Brown and uh, yes. Swift were out? I mean, he and it also is a great trade because Irv Smith's out eight to ten weeks. Mm-hmm. So you help out your division rival, and that's a great move by Minnesota. What a day. I mean, the day starts with the Colts firing their offensive coordinator. It's like no, no one even no, no one's talking about that now anymore. Oh, I mean, after it was these trades, but it was left and right when they were coming down, and we set a record. It was fat. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't even really keep up yesterday for a certain stretch because they were coming in so fast. I mean, when Adam Schefter is tweeting, and we got another one. You're like, yeah, today's been a, a whirlwind uh, in the NFL. But I, I thought that that was a peculiar move from the Lions to help out a division foe. Yes. How about that? And that then, is bizarre. I don't like what the Bears did either. That's too much for Claypool. Oh my God! Second round pick. The 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 Browns gave up a fifth for Cooper. Yeah. And why didn't Dallas get a wide receiver? They, they tried. Well, uh, not good enough. Sorry. Go get Cooper. Go get Cooper back. Or you got to work it out with Cooks. Keep sure. an eye on that. He's very unhappy now. Uh, see how if Cooks phones it yep. in the rest yep. of the year. But Dallas had to get a wide receiver. That's a terrible job. And then the Packers don't do anything. Well, I guess you can't be surprised. By how, that. Now, how about this? The Packers reportedly offered a second for Claypool, but the reason why the Steelers took 
the Bears' second-round pick, and it makes sense, obviously, is because they anticipate the Bears having a better pick overall in the draft this year. So that's why they swapped and made the deal with Chicago rather than Green Bay. But as for Green Bay, I mean, you can't be surprised by the Packers. And no. This is who they are and what they do, and they've never done anything in the offseason or during the year to help out their teams. They always try to build during the draft. It's going quite well at this point, isn't it? They've won so many Super Bowls with the Hall of Fame quarterback now for 30 consecutive years. Great job, guys. But uh, honestly... It, I, I'm glad the team, they actually made the right move by not giving up anything yesterday, in my opinion. Because let's be honest here, the Packers are much more than a wide receiver away from doing anything this year in this league. Yeah, if they lose Sunday to Detroit, it's over. Because they have Dallas, Tennessee, and Philly after that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure they win that game either, the way bit, they're playing. But yeah. yeah. Also think about it like this, Paul. And here's why you're right about Claypool getting, uh, for a second is too much by the Bears. Or the Packers to offer that. DeAndre Hopkins went for a second. Is that what it was? That was making the rounds last night on Twitter, and I'm like, that puts it into some perspective oh, for you. I mean, Hopkins is a, goes for a two, who is, when healthy, he's a top-five wide receiver in the league. Claypool has been like a diva in Pittsburgh, so they're like, yeah, go ahead, get out of here. But now that's clearly going to, the guys who are going to benefit from yesterday and you want to keep an eye on, whether it's maybe player props or for fantasy purposes, Pickens, I think, is going to be the, the, the big-time beneficiary there in Pittsburgh. Because now he's going to get a majority of those targets, in my opinion, that uh, well Claypool yeah. um, was going to see anyway yeah. from that team. How about Ridley being dealt? You believe that? He goes to the team he was betting against, yeah, Jacksonville, right. with the parlay debacle. I, I actually <laughs> like the move for Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. If uh, Lawrence can figure it out, which is a big if. Yep. Uh, good, good move by Jacksonville. I like that trade. Uh, good. Yep. So, uh, fantastic action and a lot of moves, and I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, a lot of moves, period, and then we see a, a record with all the trades. I still think that, uh, well, some of the under-the-radar moves that really made sense, I thought the Bills getting Naheem Hines was a good mm-hmm. move uh, because Zach Moss gives that team essentially nothing. Sorry to see my third cousin go yep. from Buffalo. But Hines is um, he is a weapon that they, he's basically Devin Singletary already, so they can just multiply now and have ba- the same guy almost coming out of the backfield. But Allen likes to throw the ball to the backs, and so now you can have Singletary. He needs a rest. Well, Hines is kind of the same guy. And uh, the Colts aren't going anywhere anyway this year. And they didn't know how to u- utilize Hines and, and Taylor at the same time. So now Deion Jackson is going to be the guy to take over Hines' role in, in Indy. How does Tennessee blow that division now? Not, that, not that the Colts are going to win it anyways. But between Sam going the rest of the year, more trades. And we'll see now with Wright taking over. The, I'm telling you, he's the next to go. Look at the pecking order. Change quarterbacks, owner calls it. OC gone. I mean, who's left? It goes Riken and Ballard. The next guys are going to be gone right. in Indy. Right. It, it just depends on how quick of a trigger finger the new owners have in Denver. That's the only guy right now, right? I would say for next coach, yeah, well, uh, Kingsbury appears to be okay now. Now that you get Hopkins back and the offense looks okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're, they're, yeah, but, and, and they're in a winnable game situation yeah. this week, too. Um, also, Jeff Wilson going. And give that a week or two because, uh, of course, he has that time in San Francisco with Mike McDaniel. So McDaniel certainly knows what he's getting there. And now look at that. I mean, funny the way that works, right? He can team up Wilson with his former teammate in San Francisco, uh, Mostert. So that's a nice yep. one-two combination of running back to go along with what they added on the defensive side of the ball yesterday, too. Yeah, that's, that's the one team that I, the only team I took a peek at yesterday with the odds. And you said you grabbed him at 28-1. to 1. I understand that's difficult. Uh, to go to Kansas City. Oh, for but sure. I, but, yeah. I, I, I think that's possible. And with the weapons that they have, and, and no one can slow down Hill, 
I mean, the Raiders had him down 17, not for nothing. And then thoroughly outplayed, but you beat Buffalo already. So well, there, could, I, there could be upsets. I, you never know. Yeah, I, I will say this, right? The Bengals went to KC last year and right. won when they were right. down big. And this Dolphins team kind of reminds me of the Bengals from last year with their passing attack and the way, you know, Jamar Chase came on as a rookie and Burrow figured it out and uh, they were awesome in the air. Well, two was kind of, when he's healthy, two was doing the same thing with Waddle and Hill. Well, there were reports the Jets wanted Chubb too. So that's another big reason that Miami's able to land him and, and steal them from the Jets too and, and grab him. So between that move and getting another running back, this is big need. Because the offense, you know, get a little boost with the running game, but the passing attack was set, but you needed some help to put pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. So problem solved with both both moves. I would actually suggest that maybe the two biggest moves came before yesterday during the week. McCaffrey yeah. to the Niners, but also your team when the Eagles got Robert Quinn. Yeah. I like I liked Smith to Baltimore, too. That's a good one. I think that's a good trade yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also thought maybe the Eagles could make some other trades, but uh, uh, yeah. I, they should be set now. Yesterday was so much fun. Yeah. Love that idea. That's how you do it. That's what fans deserve um, across the country. Betters, uh, you know, again, not so much really move the needle. Maybe, maybe a little bit of Miami at some books, but uh, that's pretty much it. Fall sports are in full swing. And Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for new promotions like their Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance. Friday night college football bet and get, Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Win, lose up next. We'll recap the college football committee show. Barring a massive collapse, this team is in with a win this weekend. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Excellent job by DraftKings and Bet Rivers with the props on the World Series. All the home run props. Everyone has that up. Harper did a home run 5 to 1. Well, he set the tone. Crushed it. That is enormous to go deep right off the bat. He's like Barry that. Bonds right now. He is. You make a mistake, gone. Will the Phillies score a run in the first inning? Yes, plus 230. Will they win the first inning? Yes, 3-1. to one. This is at uh, DraftKings. Will there be a home run in the bottom of the first? Yes, plus 450. First run scoring play, two runs, plus 320. Another great prop at DraftKings. Will there be an extra base hit in the first inning? Yes, plus 230. Marsh home run 12 to 1. Bohm home run 10 to 1. Schwarber plus 410. Hoskins 5 to 1. Home run derby for the Phillies. Coyotes plus 250 surprise the Panthers. Seattle 2 to 1. 1 at Calgary. Leverkusen, the Champions League, uh, draw 3 to 1, 0 0. And Ball State money line plus 210. All those props came in last night. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beeson Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos. Always want to see these tweets. How smart is this dog playing Jenga? Look at this. Grabbing it with his mouth, the piece, making the move in there. I got it, okay, and then sets it down. All right, your turn. What are you going to do? Your move, your move. What are you going to do, human? 
Okay, now it's my turn. He grabs it. He's playing Jenga. Well, here's the beauty of this. He is, he is actually displaying patience, too. Yeah, right. Like, look, he's not going just going in, order, in there right. ripping it right out. He knows. Right, yeah. He's how can, take how his can time. a dog be this smart? Yeah, you're right. It's a delicate balance. Like, he'll grab it right away. He's right. like, okay, teeter-totter time. What do I do here? See, my look turn. at that. My turn, right. I got to go slow. Yeah. One more do I got to me here. Boy, look at this. Yeah. Oh, he can feel it. He can feel it tipping. And turning out, and he, he got, got it out it. of there. Yeah, I thought the video froze the first time. He knows what he's doing, but it can't tip over. Uh, I would sit here at, when I got wow. home, when I get home from work. I would sit there and play Jenga with my dog for five hours. Oh wow! And I got to trade. That'd be great. <laughs> How do you train him to do that? I know. Uh, house porn. Here we go again. Uh, in the snow. Look at this oh, setup. Okay. That is something. The garage uh, underneath and the uh, on top of the hill is the house. I'm willing to shovel again for that. Yeah, I will. Not bad. I, I, I could live in minus 14 degrees. I'm okay with it. Give me the shovel. I'll do it four days oh, a week. No, I don't care. All right, careful. Oh, look at that thing, though, Paul. That is impressive. Beautiful. Yep. And this is a, this is a win sum. The women's <laughs> Louisville basketball coach put a slide in at the practice gym from the second level down. Well, it's the fastest way to from the second floor, she said. I should do that. Just come down. How good is that? I love it. Isn't that something? Yeah. And one more winsome. The attorney in Tampa did it again. He's playing dollar, his dollar five play this time. Ultimate X, he was dealt aces, and he got a couple kickers. I, I mean, all the jack... I'm looking at the screenshots of his jackpots, which he sent, and it's the stuff he's getting dealt. Dealt the Royal, dealt aces, dealt twos. Delt threes, delt tens with yes. eight time multipliers. Twelve time Del multipliers. Right. Delt he goes he was dealt three aces on ten play. I mean, you're gonna hit one of them, you yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Well. I mean it's a, and then but the stuff he's getting dealt, and I don't I don't care how long of a session it is, if he's sitting there the whole day to be dealt aces a royal in a two day oh, span. You with threes leave. and four yeah. No, no, you you're calling sick. Yes, you are. And you're getting somebody to sit in your seat when you have to go to the bathroom. My God, lose some Kent State from four up to seven. They got beat. Bad for the books. Ohio Buffalo over 55 and a half up to 61. 45-24. Ball State, Kent State under 66 and a half down to 61 and a half. 27-20. And a bad beat from the World Series. Seven and a half. Eight the total. Seven and a half. Close most places. It's seven. Nothing in the fifth. Come on. Nothing the rest of the way. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, betrivers.com. Philly 6-0 at home. The runs, 9, 8, 4, 10, 4, 7. Uh, and I think there are more runs coming tonight, too. Yep. Does this uh, go back to Houston? I, well, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Phillies up three games to one, and the season's on the line, and it's Verland, who's never won a World Series game. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yep. Kershaw part two. They're a machine right now on offense. Yeah. What a story. Okay, so yesterday was so good again. That performance, uh, the trade deadline in the NFL, and then the first committee show for college football. And Tennessee was ranked number one. They should be at this point based on how this, uh, again, you can't, we're a gambling network. So you can't really consider your power ratings based on how the committee, they don't do it based on power ratings. They do it based on resume. They've done this now for nine years. You know how it works at this point. I, and if you realize that going in, you really can't have an argument with Tennessee being number one in the committee yeah. rankings. Okay, um, They are plus 105 today to make the playoff. They were plus 220 last week. And I will, to, to pay off the tees here, if the, barring an absolute, if 
injuries, total collapse. If they shock Georgia this weekend, it's not even that big of a shocker anymore. But if they win at Georgia, they are in. That's uh, lock it up. They are in. Because after that, they play Missouri at South Carolina and Vanderbilt. It doesn't matter what happens in the SEC title game. They can lose 63-10 to in the SEC title game. Yep. Tennessee is in this weekend with the win against Georgia. A dollar ten to make the playoff is outrageous. Asinine, though. And I know a lot of it's based on liability and people just bow out. That's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. I mean, if they lose, is it competitive? Do they lose by 10 Saturday? Do they lose by 7? They're not, the SEC's not getting three teams in. No, it's that's absolutely. I can't. It's just not going to happen. That's very unlikely. Yeah. So because it, 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 well, if Alabama loses in the S, another game, and Reese Davis is right. I mean, it's ass, it's absurd what they did with TCU and Alabama. But if Alabama runs the table, they're in. If they lose another game, they're out. We don't have right. to worry about them. Right. If Bama would happen to beat Georgia in the SEC title game, and that's Georgia's only loss of the year, you know how again, you know how this works. Both those teams are going to get in. And then it's going to be, well, let's say Ohio State or maybe Michigan, probably, most likely scenario out of the Big Ten. And then who's the fourth team going to be? At this point, I, I got to tell you, uh, and it completely stinks, I don't know how TCU overcomes Clemson. I don't know how not they would happen. leap them. Not happening. No, it's nope. not going to happen. Nope. And that's, at, I mean, c- yep. compare the resumes right now. It's not even close. Nope. What TCU has done blows away what Clemson has done. And if TCU runs the table, they still have well, that. If they beat Texas on the road, they're a six-point dog in that game. That will knock Texas out of the top 25 in the committee rankings, so that won't look good according to them. They play at Baylor, Iowa State, the Big 12 title game. But again, in consecutive weeks, TCU, they have wins at SMU, Oklahoma, at Kansas, Oklahoma State, and K-State. And somehow Clemson is number four ahead of them by three spots. Travesty. Yeah, and K-State's top 15. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, Tulane's well behind them, and they beat them. That's, yep. an, that's also hilarious. If you, if you cover up, if you just switch the resumes between Alabama and TCU, it looks like it's not even – come on. Oh, another one. But it's just brand-name bias. And, uh, and if you also would take out TCU and put Oklahoma or Texas Bingo. above it – Bingo, It's They're probably four, to four, maybe three. That's what I said in 2014. Absolutely. And it, it's still true to this day. It's ridiculous how they do this. A decade later, the same thing is true. Now, yeah. things never change. It's absurd what, what happens to some of these schools. You're exactly right. If, the, if TCU – if they were, you know, if they were OU or Texas, they're they're automatically in the top four right now. It would be that's a that's a guarantee, but it's just it's unfortunate. So that's they're plus seven fifty to make the playoff. They absolutely have to have Clemson lose this week to uh, Notre Dame. There's a path for Oregon though. I think TCU loses. Could Clemson uh, get upset? There's a path for Oregon to run the table. You see, because they're where they're checking in too. So that could happen. Well, I mean, uh, the other, their resume is uh, only going to get better if they yeah. can be Washington and Utah. And I, as I said yesterday, the Michigan is absurd, too. The Michigan plus 180. I mean, you're a 10-point dog at Ohio State. Now, you win the game, okay. But you lose that game. They're not, they're not taking you either. And, and I'm glad they were punished by the non-conference. Yeah, they were. They sent a message to Michigan and UCLA with your horrible non-conference schedule. So yep. that, was, uh, uh, that was a blow to them. I, I know a lot of people had a major problem last night with Michigan being behind Clemson. Well, and I will just fall back on what you just said. Play somebody in the non-conference. Yeah, you. It was a joke what you guys yeah. did this year. Again, the, the Alabama thing is just. Oh, it's it's just, enough already. It's they, they don't. They don't have to play the games. Come on, they. Nope. Sh- they it came down to the final play against A and M. They were a twenty-four point favorite. Huh? 
They should have lost. No ifs, ands, or buts. They needed a a quarterback injury and not one, not two. Three horrendous calls to beat Texas. No question. And how they're treating Alabama. That game was a loss. That should be chalked up as a loss, in my opinion. And then the committee chair, who's the NC State AD, I guess, made it worse. Interviewed by Reese Davis saying, well, they... Who cares if they beat Arkansas and Mississippi State? Give me a break. Well, TCU was behind in some games. <laughs> Alabama, final play against A&M. They stink. 24-point favorite. That's what Felica said last night in the broadcast. Uh-huh. like they make up their own rules. They do, right. They absolutely yeah, do. Clemson was behind against Syracuse as well. That's right, yeah. Clemson, Clemson Need- was not impressive in the Syracuse game. They needed a huge fourth quarter. Oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's just, on, you can't, you can't, I mean, it's incredible what they do. But... <clears throat> Again, if Tennessee wins this weekend, you can right. and I bet them yesterday. That's that Nolan Smith yeah. on the defensive side of the ball that's for big. Georgia out for the year. Huge. Yeah, come on. LSU ten. That's another come on. LSU is not ten. No. With two losses? No. They almost lost at Auburn. Scored twenty one points. Yep. They played well in the last couple games. That's ridiculous as well. V Sins Josh Applebaum joins the program coming up next. What does he think about a very interesting number for a game that we have this week in the NFL. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. VSIN's team of uh, betting experts teach you how they approach the slate with bet systems. Become a smarter better and subscribe to VSIN Pro, where you'll learn new bet systems every week right here on our show and at VSIN.com. To join, go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. And Josh Applebaum joins the program now, betting analyst right here at VSIN, host of a couple of different podcasts here on the network as well. Josh, good morning. Let's begin with this game that we have between two foes in the NFC West. They played a couple of weeks ago. Arizona was without DeAndre Hopkins. They were favored on the road against Seattle. Uh, they did not score an offensive touchdown. Um, and they only scored, what, nine points in that entire game. Now, here we go. Fast forward to Sunday. They're at home against Seattle with DeAndre Hopkins. And they're now favored by two. Your thoughts on this game coming up? Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, it's great to be with you. And this is kind of the same sort of thing here, Mitch. Even though you're getting DeAndre Hopkins back and some factors have changed, Looks like respected money is still looking at Seattle here plus the points. So look at the way this open, guys, was as high as Arizona minus three and a half at the early opener here late Sunday night. And again, I always like to look at the immediate move once a line drops. Yes, we know there are head fakes where Sharps can hit one side at one, at low limits, come back the other way at higher limits to their true position. Billy Walters is kind of the king of that. But oftentimes you see early moves that just continue to be moves throughout the week. So we've seen this quite a bit here with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, getting a lot of respected money, having a great year. Remember, they were a win total over the offseason, uh, I think just five and a half juiced up over, and the public narrative was they're going to be terrible. No Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been one of the best surprises in football here. I believe Pete Carroll's like plus 1,000, plus 1,400, somewhere there for coach of the year. Sirian is the favorite, but he's done a great job here with Seattle this season. But I'll take the points in this one, guys. Open minus three and a half Arizona. You're all the way down to minus two. So, of course, you missed the key number in this one, but these big moves, which I'm kind of starting to call severe line moves when you see a dog getting at least a point and a half movement in their favor, so three and a half down to two here in this spot. Those severe moves, if you take the dog with that big move, 12 and six against the spread this year, 67%. You'd also match a couple systems I love just in general. Divisional dogs, that built-in familiarity, leveling the playing field. Divisional dogs are 58% against the spread this year. Dogs that missed the postseason last year, you can kind of buy low on them. Perception says they're not very good, but actually that's good, more contrarian value to back them. 
They're 59% against the spread. Kyler Murray also, guys, has not done very well laying points. Kyler Murray as a favorite in his career, just 9-14 and 14 against the spread, 39%. And Pete Carroll has done great as a dog in this spot, kind of like Mike Tomlin as a really good dog coach here. But when Carroll's a dog with Seattle, 45-28 and 28 against the spread, 62%, 4-2 ATS this year. So you missed the key number of three. Maybe you tease it up 2-8, to eight, go through three, go through seven. But I'm looking at Seattle here plus the points. I like this line move for the Seahawks. How about this big game with the Chargers taking on the Falcons in Atlanta? Chargers off the bye in the uh, listless performance against Seattle. And then Atlanta coming off the overtime thriller and playing the equivalent of four and a half quarters. What do you think of the Chargers' uh, short road, Chuck? Yeah, so I'd be looking at the Chargers in this spot, you know, here, uh, Paulie. And again, I'm a big dog better. Dogs have been great all season long. But the one couple angles I like with favorites are if it's a fade the trendy dog where public loves the dog or if you're coming off a buy. You said the key word there, Paulie, off a buy. If you look historically, and better's got to, you have to pay attention to this. Teams coming off a buy, you see a big difference between favorites and dogs. Favorites off a buy over the last decade are, are around 57% against the spread. That would match here with the Chargers. If you isolate just road favorites off a buy, Public likes the off a of buy, but they like the home teams. It's almost like a contrarian angle to lay the points on the road. It feels kind of gross, but that's even better. That's 65% against the spread favorites off a of buy the last decade. So this number right now, guys, Chargers, it opened minus three. We're showing three and a half on our board. A lot of books are moving to the three and a half. But if you still see a three out there, a minus three, minus 120, I think you might want to grab this thing before it moves. This would be that off a of buy system match. Also, uh, if you look at non-conference favorites, they do much better than conference favorites that lack of familiarity benefiting the team uh, that's quote-unquote better based on the odds. Also, a favorite high total. Total this one is like 49. It got up from 47.5 up to 49. Uh, that would also be a good match correlative betting with the favorite. More expected points scored, easier to cover the number. Also, guys, maybe you get a, a big, uh, big uh, high-scoring game in this one. 54% bets, 90% of the money on the over. Uh, I'll be laying it here with the Chargers. It's kind of a high price, but right. money lines minus 165. Give me the Chargers off a of buy. All right, Monday night, you have to give the Saints a lot of credit for what they did, although I will say that was the worst performance of the year by the Raiders. <laughs> 70 yards at halftime. Give me a break. Uh, but I, I like this Ravens team. They've won three out of four in the loss. They blew a double-digit lead late against the Giants. What do you think of Baltimore Monday night laying some points and now they get Smith in the trade? So I think, you know, obviously bringing in Rokon Smith, great move for them in their futures and their over nine and a half win total and obviously their division bet yes. here. But, Paulie, kind of what, what's uh, looking to me in terms of this line is I like the Saints in the same spot as the Browns on Monday night. It's very similar here. The Ravens are the big public play. Across the board, Baltimore's getting around 75% of bets. Makes sense. Lamar Jackson's playing well. Uh, obviously, there's still no respect for New Orleans, even though they had that big win over the Raiders. I don't know who that says more about the Raiders or maybe the Saints in that one. But in terms of the line movement, cover up the teams here, guys. We have a big public favorite on the road with Baltimore getting 75% of bets. Yet Baltimore actually opened laying three and a half. You're now down to three. And if you look at the juice on this one, all the juice is toward the Saints, plus three at minus 115, minus 120. So I'm actually seeing a couple books even getting down to two and a half right now. So it's always tough, you know, when to bet a game early in the week, late in the week. To me, I bet it early if I feel like I'm on a key number that's going to get worse. So I jumped on uh, the New Orleans Saints plus three in this one, guys. Dogs 57% against the spread this year. Primetime dogs 58%. Dogs who missed the postseason 59%. Keep an eye on the under in this one too. It did open 49. It's down to 48. You've seen these primetime unders do very well. 45% bets, almost 65% of the money on the under. But I'm grabbing that plus three. It feels gross, but this is kind of the primetime hazmat play that's been coming through for betters. I'll take the Saints plus three here. Primetime hazmat play. That's a new one. I like it. <laughs> Got to jot that one down for future use for sure. Uh, you can follow Josh on Twitter. He is at Josh underscore insights. And uh, he hosts two podcasts here for the network. One is called Morning Bets. 
The other is Market Insights. You can uh, download, subscribe, and listen to those two wherever you get your podcast. Josh, good luck this week. Thanks for the time today. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Have a great day. Yep, you too. Week nine oh. tomorrow already. Hello. My God. Uh, I got props, my friend. Most wins, Eagles even money, Bills plus 120. Chiefs plus 750. I, I saw the Eagles down to 11-1 to 1 yesterday to go undefeated. Yep. I, you can't, that's I saw too short t- of I an, saw 10. You saw 10? Yeah. I want to see what Sal Pal says. When's the loss well, coming? Well, Who's yeah, it going to come to? That prop is up, yep, and, and will they go for it? I mean, if they're 14, 15, and 0, are they going to go Does it matter to it? them? Yep. Well, Eagles' first loss, Colts plus 380. Washington four to one, Packers plus four twenty five, Houston plus five fifty, Giants nine to one. I think Dallas sixteen to one when they go to Dallas. That's in week sixteen. Yeah. Yep. Look at that schedule. Yeah, no, they can. They can. We've been saying that since September, but come on, it's easier than what we thought now with what's happened to Green Bay and Indy. Washington at home Monday night after they bury the Texans tomorrow. Colts, Packers, they get the Titans at home. Oh, Sam Ellinger's in for a rude awakening. Right. But at Giants, at Bears, and it's a Cowboy game. And it also will be back-to-back-to-back road games, which I think that'll get them. And then they close with two home games. What do you make that point spread, Eagles at Cowboys, right now? Oh, boy. Pick them? I think the Cowboys What was the first game? Were they they seven? Six, six and a half, I believe. Rush? Okay. Yeah. Assuming Dak's going to be back. It depends how Dallas is playing going in, though, too. Yeah, I said back. I know he's back, but I'm saying like fully back and healthy and everything. Fewest wins. Houston, minus 115. Carolina, 4-1. Pittsburgh, plus 650. Fewest wins. You know, there's an angle there that might make... Why, why, at this point, why would the Steelers want to win games? Oh, yeah. I mean, Tom... Tom, Tankapalooza. Tomlin's job is completely secure. Right. Right? They're not going to fire him. They could be on board with that. And then if they would, you know, they could do one of two things here. Um, if they got like the number one pick over on the draft, they could probably hold that pick uh, and take like a Will Anderson type from Alabama, and then you could have Anderson and T.J. Watt yep. on the same defensive line, which could be just potentially deadly. Or they could say, "All right, every team behind us, like we know that you need a quarterback. We took our guy last year in Kenny Pickett. We're okay with that. What are you going to give us now? Do you want Stroud? Do you want Young? Do you want Levis? Do you want another one?" We have the first pick. It can be yours. Yep. Make us a deal. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be... A, now, it's easier said than done because they're going to have some serious competition like you talked about. Yeah. Lions? That's it. That's in play. Sure it is. That's another guy you got to watch out yeah. for, Johnny. Campbell. And you've been all over that yes, for like a month four, now. Four wins. Come on. Four wins. Shut out at <laughs> halftime. Shut, shut out in the second half. I'll tell you what's a hound's breakfast. To lead the league in interceptions. Have you looked at this? I have not. Well, Matt Ryan leads the league, but obviously done for the year. Pickett. Pickett has eight picks, even though it was Trubisky to start the year. Pickett's the favorite, plus 450. Pickett has eight. Stafford has eight. Mack has seven. Mills, Fields, Mariota, Burrow, Murray, Lawrence, Allen, Goff, Jackson all have six. This is a mess. Wow. Brissett's 14 to 1. Fields is fourteen to one. So is Lawrence. Goff's twelve to one. I would take a peek at Fields because he's going to play the entire year. Yeah, right. They're not going to yank him. Some of the other guys, I think, are probably going to get benched at some point. I don't point, want Mac. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Zappy again. Right, right. I well, mean, this I mean, is this is crazy. This race for the lead, the league in interceptions. Well, it, make it a could, case for five guys. It, it could be Old Faithful again here, right? 
Sure it could. Could be Matthew Stafford. Oh, absolutely. Did it last year. Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah. All right, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, again, what a day it was yesterday in sports. The axe was dropped on Steve Nash's head in Brooklyn. Uh, the fact that the odds on the Nets are this long to be the one seed in the East tells you how big of a mess they truly are. We'll give you that number coming up next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All season long, Bet Rivers your go-to book, all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app. Great house specials on all the sports, player props. You'll love the props for the World Series every week. Great football specials to help you win big. Get up to Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Well, Paulie, if the uh, all the football stuff was not good enough yesterday, we also had the first coach fired in the NBA, Steve Nash. Axe was dropped on his head. And uh, if you go back to last week, as of October 24th, he was 5-1. to one. He was behind Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers was plus 150. Go. Nash gets it. He's 5-1. to one. Mutual decision. Oh, sure. You think he asked out? I don't blame him if he did. He like, probably did. Yeah, Gene Hackman and Hoosiers? Throw me out of the game. Yeah. What? Did, did Throw you see, me out of the game. You see what Steve Kerr said yesterday? No. He goes, I, uh, Nash, me, doesn't matter who was in that situation. Nobody was going to make no. it work. Oh, absolutely. That's Steve Nash, who's won how many NBA titles and had Kevin Durant? Yeah, came out and said nobody could make that Kerr, work. Kerr, right from the Kerr, Kerr yeah, from the yeah. get go when Kyrie said, "Wait, we don't. We, we're all, everyone can be a coach." <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. Look, how about this tweet? Kyrie asks out, can't find anyone to take him. Has to stay. Durant asks for a trade. No one will give up enough. Demands Nash and Marks fired. Nets say no. KD agrees to stay. Kyrie goes with the anti-Semitism. Nets fire Nash after six games after telling Durant. They wouldn't fire him. Nets expected to hire Udoka. It's in four months. This is in three, four months this has happened. Yeah. What a hot dog stand. An abomination. Oh, there And total. where is Adam Silver? Yeah. F minus. Where is Adam Silver? Yep. Who is Jewish? And and what uh, Irv Kyrie did. No penalty? What do you think? No they, fine? Yeah, you, no suspension? Nothing? Do you think Kyrie would have gotten away scot-free with David Stern as oh, commissioner? Oh, forget about it. There's not no to, chance. Not to mention, how can they hire Udoka? Uh, what I, kind of suspension is this? To go? What kind of punishment is this? What did he exactly do? Because the Celtics are saying, just take him. I don't want anything sure. in return. Just want to wash your hands off him. You can have the guy. Right. Nothing in return. It was that bad, and they gave him a full year, and it looked like he was going to be gone anyway, and now they're like, okay, you know what? He's going to be our guy. Well, that's speculation from what people were just saying. He would make a lot of sense. I mean, this would be a win for the Nets big time. It would be a total upgrade to go from Nash to Odoka. Huh. Odoka was fantastic last year with the Celtics. But you some suspension. He gets a full year and all of a sudden, hey, he's back with another team by Thanksgiving. Some punishment, right? Remember Matt Barnes, and a lot of people have tweeted this. Matt Barnes has seen some stuff, okay? Yeah. But he was on ESPN. He goes, okay, not that big of a deal. You know, let's calm down, whatever. He walked it back and apologized the next day when he got the full story of oh, what yeah. Odoka did. Yeah. Like Matt Barnes kicked Derek Fisher's ass. He drove like three hours to beat his ass. Right, he did. He was on a mission that day. Yeah, so a mission of mercy. He's not to be, not to be trifled with. No, no, you don't want to mess around with certain guys. He's probably one of them. Disgrace. Silver ownership. 
how does Marx still have a job? The whole thing. Well, Marx, here's the thing. Marx was doing a great job before they brought in all these clowns. Right, and, and shame on Kevin Durant. Oh, that's your that's your friend? That's the guy you went to war with, huh? That's the guy you hitched your wagon to. Could have gone several places. You left Golden State to team up with this bozo. And I'm glad Shaq and Barkley destroyed him on the pregame, call, repeatedly calling him an idiot. Great job by those two. It's an all-time, no matter what sport we're talking about, no joke here. It's an all-time blunder by Kevin Durant to team up with Kyrie Irving and leave Golden State for this guy. All-time bad job. I like Kevin Durant as a player. I think he's one of the be- he's maybe the best yeah. scorer you've ever seen. He can do so much with the he, who can do that right at seven feet tall. Doesn't matter off the court. You said uh, I'm, and they talked about it during the Olympics, and that was the decision that I made to go with this guy instead. <laughs> I mean, as and I've ben, said, and then Ben Simmons comes in too. Yeah, as I've said many, uh, many, many times for Ben Simmons and Kyrie, if you don't like it, just leave. Leave the sport. The NBA is better off without you. I don't need. I I want both guys away from the NBA. If I, I'm okay if I never hear Ben Simmons' name ever again, and you hate Kyrie more than I hate Ben Simmons. I'd, I'd wave him. I'd say bye-bye, gone. I'll eat the money. I don't care. I can't take it anymore. After what happened last year? I mean, I'm not knowing why. I'm not going to play. What do you mean you're not going to play? Between the uh, Black Lives Matter and then the just, – it just disappears. Sure he does. I'll show up when I want. does to. whatever he wants. And yeah. the, the, you know, the whole with the, the shot and everything, and, and, and now this. Now, you had the, the anti-Semitic stuff, and then he did Alex Jones thing too mm-hmm. on top of it. Uh, how about the Earth is flat? 2018. Well, wow. one, yeah. I was in a different place where I was embracing conspiracy Great. theories. Yeah, you're on such another level than everybody else, Kyrie. Please tell <laughs> us, enlighten us with uh, what's going on in your brain, brain, please. <laughs> um, so again, Marks doing a great job before this actually happened. That team was uh, again another thing. Jared Allen. We don't want Jared Allen. Gave him away. We're buddies with DeAndre Jordan. Uh, you trade Allen, bring in Jordan instead. Oh. Uh, and they they made it all happen for these team for these players. Marks yesterday, GM of the Nets, asked if the players were involved in this decision. Uh, zero. There was zero input from, from any of the players on this. I think this was a decision that uh, we didn't need that. Um, Steve and I didn't need that. Um, obviously, I, I've talked to Joe about this, but um, the players were not consulted. They were, they were told ahead of time that this was the direction we were going to today, but um, I, I don't think we needed that, uh, you know, that, that input right now. How long do you think he has left? Does it matter? Do you care? Are they going anywhere anyway this year? I'll give you some odds on the team. This was uh, yesterday when it happened, as of 10.15 Pacific time yesterday morning. To get the number one overall seed, they were 12-1. to Oh, come on. (laughs) I think think missing the playoffs is in play. Think about this. Maybe maybe it works out with Udoka. How does he demand respect of the the baggage he brings in? Mm -hmm. To participate in the play-in, they're plus 160. Yeah. East is stacked. I could see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland, very good. They're, Knicks, I mean, Knicks, to look to, Knicks could be a 500 team. Yeah. yeah. Minus, this is again, as of yesterday, when this happened, minus, then they lost last night. Yeah. Minus $6 to make the playoffs. Oh, wait, wow, way too hard. <laughs> oh, exactly that's what crazy. I thought. That's crazy. Now, he, he, did, he was up against it. He wasn't a good coach either, but you can also throw in the Atkins thing. Atkins can. You know, thing. Atkinson, yeah, yeah. yeah, good coach. Another one. Yeah, Don't was. want him. Get out of here. Yep. Right. Yep. Just clean and, house and bring all these guys in and my buddies, and we can just roll out the ball, and it'll be. And maybe that would have worked if no one got hurt and they kept hard in the big three. But then when he pulled that stuff with the vaccinations, and then Harden's like, "I'm out of here." Harden had enough, and that was it. Yep. But <laughs> they can't. I mean, look at look at the look at the resume so far. They blow that game last night. 
I mean, it, it's yeah. destroyed in the fourth quarter. Yeah, here's destroyed. Uh, one more soundbite here from the GM of the Nets, Sean Marks. Uh, he was asked if he's picked a new head coach. No, absolutely not. No. Yeah, look, I really don't think it's uh, up to me right now to give you know, give a list of candidates who we're talking to and, and, and where we're going to arise and where we're going to fall on this. But I, I would say I will reserve that for um, when those decisions are made. And, and, you know, I couldn't give you a timeline of that. Like, you know, obviously... Um, there's a reason why we made this move when we did, because time is ticking. So we, we do want this process to be a thorough one. Uh, we're not going to skip steps in that, and we'll do our due diligence like on anybody. Mm. I wonder how uh, thorough okay. it would be considered if they announced Udoka as the head coach today. Yeah, that'll probably happen. That's what Wode says. Yeah. Wode said, said yesterday, give it about 24, 48 hours. <laughs> it'll be Udoka. Okay, so there you go. I had no idea. We don't have... We don't have any idea what we're going to do. Uh, updated win total, 45 and a half. Oh. Oh. And some rankings again before last night under Steve Nash. Defensive efficiency, 30th. Points per game allowed, 28th. Pace, 25th overall. It's just, it's... It's also a shame for basketball fans. Think, think about you know, this. What you're talking about. You're talking yeah. about what a guy tweeted. You know, you're talking about how a guy's behaving off the court. Yep. And it, yeah. I would say that if you go back to when they brought in Durant... They brought in Kyrie. They hired Steve Nash. If you would have thought of the absolute worst-case scenario, like we're talking rock bottom, like realistic chance of happening here, it's worse. It's worse today than what you thought rock bottom would have been when, you, when this all happened. That's tough to pull off. In, the, in a loaded East, they're yep. not even close. Mm-hmm. They can't, it was supposed to be like a, uh, you know, this team was challenging for a title every single year. They're not even close to the best team in the Eastern Conference. Forget about the NBA. Yep. Yep. All right, it's time now for the uh, pro tip of the hour. Uh, you get this every single hour. They're available for subscribers only at vcin.com. Per Josh Applebaum earlier um, when he joined us about 20 minutes ago, Pete Carroll, 45-28 and 28 ATS at 62% as an underdog with Seattle, and they're getting two points versus Arizona this week, that was our pro tip of the hour. Doing every single hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. And they're available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. What do you think of what Josh said? What What does Seattle have to do for him to win Coach of the Year? Obviously win the division, 11 wins, 12 wins. Yes. But does this feel, what happens with Philly, though? I, mean, I, I will it, say I, I don't think if Philly goes for fifteen and two or I think if Philly's fifteen and two and Seattle would somehow win eleven games and win that division, Carroll's gonna be right there with him. Mm. I don't know if he wins it at that point, but he's gonna be right in the conversation. Don't you think? I think they'll go I think it's Sirianni then. But it'd be but it's not not a landslide at that point. No, no, it will not I mean, be. You're talking about a team that was fifty to one to win the division. They just that's just it. to win the yes. Yep. And up next, uh, an early look at Week 10 numbers in the NFL. So the Chiefs are minus 12 this weekend against Tennessee. And they're laying how many points hosting Jacksonville next week?
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 